Hey everyone, welcome to another episode um, of our Footy Fantasy Podcast. Today we'll be doing an Arsenal season review. Um, obviously, we're at the end of the domestic season for the Premiership, and we have a full Arsenal gang here. Uh, we'll start with Henry. Welcome. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. Uh, okay. Uh, we go to Stephen. Thanks for coming on the show. Yep. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, Kareem. Thanks for coming on also. Thank you so much for having me. And EJ, regular host part of the team. And before we jump in, uh, I'm going to do something very interesting to introduce this video. <laughs> and you guys have to be ready to take this because it's just, it's all fun, you know. <laughs> we can't see. We can't see it. Yeah. Can you, can you see this? <laughs> oh wow! <Okay. laughs> that's the that's the welcome to your you know Europa, the flutes, <laughs> the flute song. So another year. Well, you said what? Another year, another Europa. This season. is like fourth fourth year in a row, right? Yeah. This is consistency. This, As it the, guys, fourth and third. This is the fourth oh, year in a row. Fourth, yeah. In a row, this is consistency. Wow. It's, Pretty interesting. So before we go in, uh, we'll talk about the FA Cup um, lowdown. Then we go into player ratings and we also look at targets. I think it was good. Let's start with Kareem. Kareem, tell us about the FA Cup yesterday. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, oh, jeez. Is it the start um, of something special? Or is it just a one-off game? You can't read too much. Just, just lay it down. How, how do you feel? No, um, I, I thought it was a really good game. Um, as far as uh, if it's something special, let me just answer that question up front. I don't think so. I think um, Arsenal are still very much a uh, a building side. Okay. Um, so I, I don't think it's anything special. I think before that team is ready to really compete for anything. Um, other than the FA Cup, of course, they have to... Um, it's going to take another two or three years. Um as long as we keep the same manager and we buy the right players, um, it's going to take another couple of years for them to be able to uh, to compete for anything. Now, as far as the game goes, um, as far as the game went uh, yesterday, it was uh, was uh, it was actually a good game. Right? It's kind of what we all expected. Um, both teams are good going forward. Both teams suck when it comes to defending. Um, so I'll be surprised. I would be surprised if there was no goals yesterday or if we had to play penalties. So, um, I mean, Chelsea were the better side earlier in the game. Um, Arsenal, typical Arsenal, they start. They typically don't start very well anyway. Most games, they don't start very well. Yeah. They kind of grew into the game after 20 minutes, of course. We saw that. Um, I, the highlight for me was the other, um, the other goal, the second one. Um, it's very reminiscent, reminiscent of, um, of what Messi did to... Uh, to both engine uh, against Bayern Munich in the final, so um, that that was almost a, a copycat of that. So, that's true. but that's true. all in all, I mean, I, I thought I thought the game went well. Um, I wasn't I wasn't there was really no surprises for me. I thought Arsenal was going to win that game anyway. Um, uh, that that's just because of course the Samuel Samuel Fagad's uh, his his mantra of Messi uh, his mantra of uh, Wembley sure die right so. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, of course, the fans so far, I thought we we're going to win the game anyway. So, yeah, I, I wasn't sure last season though. Just say that again. 
Wembley wasn't sure last season when you guys met us, though. Just, uh, just yeah, well, out there. It's, it's still an Emirates Cup going back to the Emirates Stadium. You know, like okay. I said. So okay. yeah, well, yeah, I thought the game was. Uh, I thought the game was. It went as planned. You know, that's that's what I can take out of it. So yeah, no surprises. Okay, Henry, the referees. We have to talk about the referees. The referee decision. I say this specifically because historically, and this is me not being biased. Arsenal fans have this um, historical behavior of like going back on the referees. Any game, they hold on to it. This happened, that happened, but. Yesterday, I think, in my opinion, I think Chelsea fans probably took it better than I think. Because if that was the reverse and that happened to Arsenal, those calls, um, I mean, go, go in. What are your thoughts? Yeah, the, reason, start with it, the, referee. the reason the reason why they were they're able to take it is because a few weeks ago, we had similar incidents like that with Jorginho, where he was supposed to be sent off and he wasn't sent out. So um, they can sort of like understand... Uh, there were some calls that definitely, even, you know, as an Arsenal fan, you're like, okay, well, yeah, that was kind of towards the advantage. But I think overall it was balanced, right? There were some, there were some, there were some tackles too and some calls that were against us, which a lot of people are not talking about. But yeah, maybe it was a little bit tipped to our favor. But listen, every now and then you need luck on your side. So I can't complain. You can't complain. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what were your thoughts about the game generally? Oh, the game was actually... Uh, as Karim said, a little bit of it um, as expected. Um, the only issue I had is, you know, Arsenal, for the past few games, and even since they returned, they've kind of turned a slight corner. I've always labeled Arsenal um, as a side that likes played 45 minutes of football. And after, you know, one half of football, they kind of like forget. Like you literally come back and you see them and you start asking yourself, is this the same team I saw during the first half, right? Um, but lately, like since the return, I've I've noticed a little bit of some type of like difference whereby they're actually concentrating a little bit much better for the entire length of the game, right? So it doesn't mean they won't still have those defensive lapses. I think that's that's sort of our, our peril this this whole season. But you know, um, you could tell like they were up for the game. They knew what winning that cup meant for the club and for the team. Um, and I keep saying it, I, I, I wasn't even really, really impressed, mainly just about winning the trophy. But the implications for me was really, really big, and I, I'm happy they were able to pull it off. Okay, okay. Um, Steven, let's go to Steven. What are your thoughts? Uh, were you impressed by the mental strengths? I mean, normally Arsenal, when they consider, I mean, that happened in Baku, right? When they consider, yeah. they fall apart. No. I don't think this is the same team um, and the same mentality with this manager. I think it's very different. I think uh, the old team, five minutes in, you can see the uh, goal like that in the cup final. Because even after the goal, Chelsea had, um, like you said, it was like 15, 20 minutes. The first 15, 20 minutes, they were on top. So I, I think that this, the discipline and the mentality of the team is, is different. And even when you hear the players talk now, um, they, they, they're a lot more composed in terms of just how they approach the game and how um, they even talk about their behaviour on the pitch. So I think it was um, it was a good performance. I think the start was was rough. Um, I think there was just some nerves. Um, obviously, cup final, knowing the, the severity of them having to get the result. Um, okay. But yeah, the big players turned up on the day. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, David Lewis. We have to talk about David Lewis uh, a little bit. He looks like he kind of has stepped up in the big games since his... Um, I mean, what are your thoughts? 
about David Lewis? I mean, David, he's going to be like that. He's going to have one good game, and then he's going to have somewhere he makes a mistake. I think the biggest thing and the reason why Arteta and the club like him is his, um, his leadership. And it's a very young team, and you don't look at David Luiz and say, oh, he's a leader. But yep. again, his personality, everybody likes him. He gets on with the coaches. He gets on with the young players. He wants to help everyone. He's just got a cool personality. So I think that's why they like him. And his performances have been better in when and where needed. Oh, he's still going to make mistakes. Is he the long-term solution for the club? No. But you're bringing in a young defender like Saliba and you want to keep him calm, you want to keep him composed, you want someone that's been there and done everything. Louise is that guy. So I don't have a problem with him for another year, um, knowing that we're building around him. Okay, okay. That's good. EJ. <laughs> so, oh boy. So is Arsenal or boy FC or Ateta FC? Well, I want to understand, like, who, who is doing most of the work, EJ? I think it's a, it's definitely a combination of the two, right? Um, because yeah. um, Ateta is the, the manager that I think most of us didn't, I would say 90% of the fans didn't really want yep. because, you know, we were looking for experience and all of that. But then he came in and I've said it 200 times on this podcast. I was sold the first, um, after the first um, interview. So him coming in with his um, system and his style and his expectations and trying to instill that into the team has been necessary. And even his game, his game plans for each match, especially during the FA Cup, these one-off, ma- one-off games where, you know, you win or go home. Mm-hmm. He's clearly been spot on since he, since he joined the team. The FA Cup, we were four for four, right, since he, since he came on. So I think it's I think it's just tactics with him. He knew he knew the kind of team he had, that the kind of work he had to put in to get those kind of results against City, against Sheffield United, against um, Chelsea in the final game. So that that's him. And then Oba is just the guy that we fed the ball to, and you know he he's our top goal scorer. He's the one that was going to score. Um, so yeah, combination of the two. But yesterday, I know Henry, you said something about it's not about the trophy. I think it's 90% about the trophy, okay? Because I'm, I think we, we really, this season was in the gutter for us, right? We were all like, I, we all knew it was going to be in the gutter. We said, you know, we had three coaches. We knew what was going to happen. We knew this was nothing. And then to come out with an FA Cup, which anyone in England will say, you probably ranked Champions League, Premier League, and FA Cup next. So we're talking about the third most prestigious trophy in our league. And top, four, just, top four is in between. Top four trophy. Before top four, four is not a trophy. Top four. It, it's <laughs> now a trophy. It's okay. now. <laughs> it is a trophy now. <laughs> it's a trophy for United now that that's all they can I know. No, 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 no. It's a trophy for everybody. It's a way to get back in the, you know. So go yeah. ahead. I'm just joking. No, it's not hardware, okay? It's not. So, that's true. <laughs> so, Software is better. It's more important than hardware nowadays. <laughs> I, see, I see. So getting, the, getting that um, in the books against the team like Chelsea, which I predicted last week we would beat, because just because of the karmic situation around everything and the fact that they should have lost to us already this season and didn't, or maybe not even lost, maybe just drawn that game. But yes, and to add to everything anyone else said about the calls, I don't care about the referees. I remember your campaign. Remember, EJ yes. has a campaign. Okay, everybody's watching. EJ has a referee campaign that she started, was it a couple of weeks ago, saying Arsenal is getting... 
targeted. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, okay. I started on Twitter and I said, who do we need to pay off to get the same calls that United gets, that Liverpool gets, that these other clubs it's get? And, it's clearly working now. And sure enough, this game comes and, you know, it looks like we're getting calls. But what, what people don't understand is that these are just, to us, it's like they're fouls. I mean, you foul this player. Is it too harsh? Or is it too, what's, the, what's the problem there? These were fouls. The second yellow card for um, um, Kovacic is the only one that I think, you know, would, anyone would say, yeah, unfair. But, you know, it's not unusual to get a second yellow card for something that someone thought was a foul. Now, that, is that something VR needs to look into? Maybe. But other than that, I think we're the better side yesterday. They, they, everyone said that there were better spells for either team. I mean, but then they started dropping like flies. When we dropped like flies against City, I didn't hear anyone. Cry. I mean, I heard people cry for us, but that's what happens sometimes in these games. Yeah. People got injured. And then you can't keep – we didn't even take advantage of those injuries, which we could have in the first half and put the game to bed. So I think we were better than Chelsea yesterday. We should have won and we did win. And the yellow card, the red card came after we'd already scored our second goal. Okay. And, the, and even after the yellow, um, red card came, they were, still, they were still coming at us. I think they were even the favorite in the last 10 minutes to go on and, you know, maybe get an equalizer. So, yeah, I'm not concerned. I don't think there was any, um, what you call it. I don't think Anthony Taylor is an Arsenal fan because I didn't remember him from the season. I don't think he's favored us in any particular way during the season. So they'll be okay. But this is a good trophy. <laughs> this is a good okay. trophy. Congrats to you guys. I mean, I'll just say my parting thoughts about this section is for sure um, that game yesterday, Arsenal was better. They were better than Chelsea. And But the most important thing is sometimes, you know, like I always say, I think it's, so Alex Ferguson always says, I'd rather be a lucky general than a good general. Arteta was a lucky general yesterday. Everything lined up. In his, I mean, Pulisic going out was critical because any other day, that chance, he buries it 2-1, game turns on his head. He's fine. And Arsenal have their big backs against the ones. He's back and forth. But he, he loses it. And to add to that, he tears his hamstring. So, Aspituleta is probably their best defender, I think. You know, when it comes to just being calm, they lost us and they lost police. So when that happens, you know that the stars are aligning in your favor. But however, I'm not taking anything from Arsenal. Arsenal deserves to beat Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea, I, what, one thing I would say, though, if I want to be slightly critical, maybe towards the defenders and slightly Lampard, is the fact that I think Arsenal's tactics was clear, right? The ball over the top, to the right, was obvious. They were targeting the lack of pace of Aspi and the pace of... Um, versus the pace of Oba behind, the, you know, that, that, because they were playing a high line. They kept targeting that. And not Zuma, not Rudiger. None of them could recognize this and just step there. Just switch. Then to Lampard as the manager, I thought he should have swapped it. He should have just swapped them. That's what he should have done. Just swap them. Take Aspi to the left. Take Zuma or Rudiger to the right. They are faster. They have better recovery. I just try it. Because they did it the first time. He didn't need to go. There was a the first chance. I remember that, that he didn't control well. Oba didn't control well. Then he left it. Then the penalty happened. And he still left it. So I was like, come on. You should have swapped it at that point. Well, Aspi got injured. So anyways, that changed. Uh, so going into player ratings. So this is how we're going to do the player ratings. I'll say each person in your squad, each of you, so that's a safe time. Because if you do one by one, I think it's going to take forever. So each person in your squad, each of you give us your score. If there's any controversial score, we'll ask people to leave comments. Or we can talk a little bit for like a minute and argue why you think this person should be Say you, one person is a four against somebody saying a seven. So we'll start with Leno. And 
I think we're only going to consider people who have played. And you guys know better than me. Because that people that who have played at least 10 games, I think that's fair. I don't think we can join up for five games over a whole season. So that is people who have 10 games over a whole season. And not just Premier League, just FYI, everything. Europa, everything. Okay. So we'll start with Brent Leno. EJ, this is your one over 10. I think Leno, very good goalkeeper for us, and especially with the line he had in front of him. So I give him a seven and a half for this okay. season. That's fair, in my opinion. For all I saw, I'll probably give him more. Um, Henry, go ahead. Okay, I give him an eight just because he was consistent when um, he was um, present during the seasons. Okay. Um, Steven? Yeah, I give him an eight too. He's in the running for player of the season. So, for me. I agree. He was out- I saw so many games. He was outstanding. Kept you guys so many games. Um, carry him. I give him a seven. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Seven. Okay. Seven or eight is still the same thing. Uh, let's do... Second keeper, Martinez. Stay with Karim. Over uh, I give Martinez an eight. Martinez an eight. Oh, wow. Over Leno. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. We'll come back to that. Let's, Steven. Uh, I give him an eight, too. Um, I think the difference between them is just more the distribution side. Um, I think oh. Martinez, over the course of the season, um, especially with Arteta's tactics, he's just a bit more composed with his distribution. But in terms of what they're contributing, I think they've been level this season. So I give him an eight. Hmm. Okay, EJ. I, I give him an eight. And I, I do give him slightly, I think, he, I, I give him slightly more than um, Leno because he, I feel like what he was called to do was a little bit more tough than, you know, Leno's starting goalkeeper. He was asked to fill in at the drop of a hat and did such a good job. I think he probably, um, yeah, he, he didn't win the FA Cup first, but contributed heavily in all the games leading up to that. Yeah. Okay, Henry. Um, I give him an eight and a half. Oh, wow, okay. Okay, I mean, that's seven, eight and a half all through. That's, that seems fair. Were you supposed to say something? And, yeah, the only reason why I give him that, and I discussed this with EJ privately, is because, you know, prior to when he, he actually became, you know, side deputizing for Leno, we struggled with set pieces. We struggled with corner you know, corner kicks. Okay. If you notice, I, I stopped having self-induced hypertension once he stepped in. Like, literally, he would go for the ball. You know, early, he really helped us. And then his presence, and then he had, like, some reflex um, saves, saves that I know for a fact if it was Leno, those balls were going in. So that's the only reason why I give him a slight edge um, over Leno. Okay, okay. I want, I, want him to, I want him to be our number one for next, next year. So I, might I, I, think, I think that's early, but... Yeah. If I'm chipping here, I think um, the difference for me between Leno and Martinez is Martinez is actually, he has a lot more command of his 18-yard box. Mm. And his starting position is very good. Um, Leno is a very good shot stopper, but when he, when he comes out for corner kicks and free kicks, I get quite nervous. Um, he's caught a couple of games um, this, this past season where he's flapped on a couple of balls. Um, like uh, Henry said, um, is, is just, this distribution is not as good as, um, as Martinez. So Martinez, I think, uh, if you were to ask me, starting next season, I'll struggle to, Leno is going to struggle to get his jersey back. You know, he hasn't done anything wrong to, uh, to, to, to put lose it on the bench. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, I 
I believe in competition. I believe in that for sure. I don't want to go into United. Uh, so defense. <laughs> possibly, possibly. You know, we can't talk about Davidea like that. You can't. That's don't, <laughs> don't talk about Davidea. That's a world class keeper. We're talking about there. Uh, defense. Six for him today this year. Yeah, yeah, it's stunk. It's stunk. It's stunk up the place. So let's go, Socrates. EJ, since has he even played under Arteta? I don't. I don't recall. I don't know the last time I saw him apart from yesterday for a cameo. So um, he played a lot earlier in the season. I remember. It's hard to remember his performances. I would give him like a defense. Defense for Arsenal, anyway. Probably across the board, it's just so low. He can get a five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. Five and yeah. a half, five point seven. I don't know, not a six. Six means average. I think average. Let's do whole numbers and let's do whole numbers if we can. <laughs> let's do whole numbers. So five okay. or six, EJ. Let's do like uh, five. Five, okay. Uh, Kareem. Uh, I guess a five for me. Okay. From B twice, so I think that's fair. Uh, I probably had only one good game. I saw. I was just against United. Steven. Ah. I give him a four. Oh. Okay. Like it's because again, there's certain players, right, that they look good in crisis. Mm-hmm. So if it's chaos, they look great because they always seem to be clearing balls and doing whatever. And he's one of those for me, like in crisis, like last ditch, or so no one sees what he's done before to have to be making a last ditch challenge. It's kind of the same thing I have with Mustafi, mm-hmm. but so I, I give him a four. I just think that for what he was when he first came, he he just this season he just bad positioning, getting himself in bad positions, and then he, they didn't help him by moving him around so much. Like he had games where he's playing at right back and in the back three. I don't think that helped him, but I think it's a, it wasn't a good season for me so far. That's a good point you said. Driving a crisis. That was that's typical for you, Jones. Uh, Harry. <laughs> Um, I give him a five too. I just think he's um his 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 level um, of play dropped a little bit this season and I also think he's also a victim of like um tactical change. I think he just doesn't fit the bill for what Ateta is envisioning for that defense. So he's just a victim of the circumstances. Stay with you, Mustafi. So Henry. So just do go, do Mustafi rating over there. Oh Mustafi. Yeah. Mustafi, I give him four and a half or five. You say you want for number five. Yeah. Mustafi, five. five. Although he steps up a lot during the last few games for five. Five. Okay. EJ, Mustafi. Five as well. Yeah. He stepped up like everyone's saying, but that averages out his season to a five. Um, it would have been lower before Arteta kind of revamped his career a little bit. And I don't want to be too deceived by what we've seen so far. He still made some mistakes. Especially if you watch the Leicester game, something that, you know. A whole clean sheet Mustafi. Is that what you guys call him? Clean sheet Mustafi. <laughs> That's the funniest DK I've heard in there. Clean sheet Mustafi. Okay. <laughs> Steven, Mustafi. Yeah, I give him a five because of the improvement that they said in the second half of the season. But even the improvement comes with drama for me. Like, again, everybody talks about David Luiz and the red cards. I mean, half of those red cards is David Luiz bailing out Mustafi mistakes, right? So he gets caught under the ball. Someone breaks in behind. Louise is trying to recover, does something stupid. So I, I give him a five. Okay. Uh, Kareem? Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a five as well. Um, 
I, I just think, I don't think we have really bad defense. I, I think our defenders are quite average compared to most of the other teams. Um, for himself and Socrates, I don't think they are that bad of defenders. They are that bad of defenders. I just think um, the tactics do not help them, right? Um, we have a defense line that lacks pace, right? Um, but, I mean, you cannot play those guys in the center in, in, in pairings where none of them actually have any pace. Right, so they're always going to struggle. Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, Mustafi stepped up in real big games. Uh, the Man City game, I think, was really, really, really good in that game. Um, so yeah, for that, I think just for that game alone, I, I just give him five. Just for that game alone. For that game alone, okay, just yeah, that one game. <laughs> That's part of the reason why we actually winning this trophy, right? So okay, that, that game alone is enough to actually average him two five for me. So holding, staying with you. Holding, um, Holding's kind of had he's, he's had a miss back for me. I think he's uh, he has the ability to, to be a really good defender. I, I'll give Holding a. I'm almost tempted to give him a four. Um, I'm quite disappointed with him. Um, he's really good on the ball, but he's uh, he seems to always make last ditch tackles. Right, that means his position is quite bad to start off, and he's almost always trying to you know so defending in crisis. Right. I think it just looks like that's just uh, it's the character of all Arsenal defenders, right? So, so it's the four for holding. Four for holding. Yeah, I give holding a five as well. Um, again, I just think I give him a bit of grace coming back from the injury that he had because he was never the quickest anyway. Um, I do still see potential with him. Um, I think, in, especially in Arteta's tactics with ball playing defenders. Um, I think he, he has a future, even if it's not as a starter, more as a squad player. Um, but I just think the injury didn't help. Um, it just took him a long time to get even games. Okay. Um, so I'll give him a five. Okay. EJ, Colden. Yeah, five as well. And it's funny because, like, like they said, he's, he's been injured and he's been in and out as far as playing games. I don't, I do, I don't really remember much, about see, much from seeing him this season, but... I didn't realize that he was very, very slow. Um, so yeah, he he seems like he has a presence and he can be, maybe he reminds me a little bit of Mertesaka, he could be someone like that, maybe. But um, I think, yeah, he can take the five and hopefully improve next season. Okay, Henry. Um, I also give him a five. Um, and the only reason why, the only game I saw that he had an outstanding game this season was the Liverpool game. Other than that, he will probably have even gotten a four. But that game showed me that if he's locked in and if he can find a way to be consistent, he could be actually uh, an above-average defender. But otherwise, I think he just gets five. Okay. Uh, stay with your right winger. I'm not struggling to remember your winger. Does Bellerin played up to 10 games this season? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. everybody, everybody played up to 10 games except for Cedric. Oh, Cedric. So Pablo Mari has played up 10 games? No. Yeah, so I think we should. On the right. Okay, so on the right. Okay, so yeah, we can discount Pablo Mari. I'm trying to remember all your central defenders. I think that's everything. Am I, am I missing Chambers. somebody? Missing okay, Chambers. Okay. okay. David Lewis here? David Lewis. Oh, okay, that's true. So, okay, let's, Henry, let's do. So, just to keep it clear, I'm looking at time and I want us to not spend over one hour. So, Henry, let's do two defenders at a time. So, let's do Chambers and David Lewis together. Henry. Chambers five, David Lewis five. Our defense is five, yeah, five. <laughs> <laughs> EJ, Chambers Same and David thing. Lewis. Yeah, David, David Lewis offsets his own 
bad performances with some good ones. So um, he gets a five. And Chambers as well. That's, that's a five. Chambers is good. Um, but again, that's another squad player type guy we're looking at. We still need, I mean, we're going to talk about this later, I'm sure. But we need like at least two new people. That's not so imbalanced. You put a central defense FC. How many defenders do you guys have? What the hell? I just forgetting your defenders. Like people have too many. We have we have the same problem actually. People have too many central defenders. At some point we had the same problem. Let me say that. Uh, Kareem. I'll give Lewis and Chambers. I'll give Chambers six and um. Oh wow. Four. Four for Lewis. Okay. Yeah. That's not too far off. Until I get something that's so skewed, that's when we have to pause and talk about it. Steven. Chambers and David Lewis. Uh, give Chambers a six as well, and I give David Lewis a five. A five. Okay. So staying with you, and I think we're done with central defenders. Let's do Bellerin. Um, Bellerin, I give a five. Okay. Career. Uh, again, I think like Holden, he just re- struggling to come back from the injury. I think towards the end of the season with the break, mm-hmm. um, he started to kind of show glimpses of him, his own, his old self. Okay. Um, but I just have more expectation of Bellerin in the attacking sense. I just haven't seen that for a while. Okay. Uh, so let's do this, actually. If I'm going to just jump through everything now. So do Bellerin, Tierney, I think I'm Midland now. That's, that's, Midland classifies as a defender or midfielder? Oh, I, I would struggle with his position. Oh, He's a midfielder. Yeah. Just rate him. I'll just rate him as a player. Okay, so Steven, let's stay with Steven. So give me uh, Midland Niles and, uh, and Tierney, Kieran Tierney. So, Maitland Niles, I give a six. Um, I think he, he's had a pretty consistent season when he's been used. Um, he has his hit hot and cold games, but again, just the physical attributes are there for him to be a very good player. Um, and then Tierney, I give an eight. Um, his season kind of been he, hit with injuries, but he's really good. The potential, I'm the potential jealous. is there. I'm jealous. I'm going to tell you straight away. Because the defender we have left back, I'm jealous about Tierney. I'm going to be open about that. I'm really jealous. Like, straight away, not to hijack the session, straight away, I, when I saw Tierney, I saw a couple of games, like, man, these guys have a good left back. Like, there's some things you see in, in right back and left back as full backs. You already know that this person, if he doesn't stay, if he doesn't get injured, this person is the real deal. Tierney is the real deal. Uh, Karim, Tierney, Bellerin, um, and um, who was the last person? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Bellerin gets a four for me. Um... Injury is no injury is not an excuse for him. Um, he only gets an eight, and Niles gets a six. Okay, EJ. I'll be kinder to Bellerin. Um, five. Okay, I'm not. I'm only have only have um, full numbers, so it's it's a five. It's not a six. It's not a six season for him. He's planting trees, man. Yeah. He's planting nature. Give him. He's planting. Remember, trees. the trees are as a function. It's a function of the entire team. Um, but yeah. Uh, I think he, coming back from the injury, that injury was a serious injury. He was out, he was out for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he gets that five. And then Niles, all over the place, you know, as far as, like, where they played him. I think at some point he was even talking about maybe he needs to lead the team to get, you know, he didn't think he was a part of our Tetas plans. But I think, he, I think he will be part of our Tetas plans going forward. So I think he's kind of shown himself to be useful. He gets a six. And then Tierney, I agree with the eight, yeah. And he was injured for, like, Earlier, um, early in the season, he was, but yeah, that left back position that you know, honestly, I can't remember who, who was there before Kolasinac can't even get back there. Oh, um, I missed, I forgot Kolasinac. Why don't talk about yeah. that? Go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> Morial. You know, Morial is a good left back for us, just a little bit above average. 
But yeah, I think he's going to be, excel in that spot for us. And we're going to be happy with him. So just as you talk about Kolasinac, give Kolasinac, and I'll come back to everybody else. Give Kolasinac a rating. Kolasinac gets a five. <laughs> five for me. Um, that guy is a... You think seeing him, he should be better than what he is. He should be a little bit stronger, a little bit less of a pushover. And he should be, I mean, he's kind of fast. He's not slow, but sometimes some of the mistakes he makes are just very, like, pedestrian, you know? Like, it shouldn't he's be one of the, Yeah, he's one of the guys I can say for sure regressed from last season. He regressed. Um, Harry. Okay, so, so Bellerin. We have four people to do now. So Bellerin, Tierney, you know, you know, just go ahead. Bellerin, Bellerin four, Tierney, eight. Um, Mason Niles, I have to talk about him, sorry. Um, I That's think fine, go ahead. Everybody is forgetting how, remember when he said, oh, he didn't like to be played on the right wing because he was off the computer. I, I, I'm starting to see something unique about um, Ateta. He's starting to have players that can play more than one role in the team. If, if you guys are noticing that, and I don't know if you other Arsenal fans are noticing that, but um, the way he's planning to use Mason Niles and what he has done, playing multiple positions, there were some key games towards the end of this season that I'm like, this guy put in a lot of work. So he's, he's becoming like a, a consummate like utility player, like someone who you just need him sometimes. If you need to just say, I need you to stick with this person, just frustrate this person, make him run, make life difficult. So um, I'll give him a six. Um, the John then, Yeah, just that, you know, that's, that's the John O'Shea <laughs> Yeah, so I give him a six. Um, and then who else was the last person? Said four. Four. Kolasinac, four. Okay. Four. <laughs> Karim and uh, Brad, Steven, real quick, Kolasinac. Um, Kolasinac, um, I think I'll give him a four. Um, I think he's just a victim of, of the whole Arsenal defense. I, I don't know, there's something wrong with these players. When They look good when they come in, right? Then they stay, in the, they stay, in the, they, they stay at the club for one season and they all regress. Okay, Steven. Three. Three, yeah. For me, I, I think, again, like you say, physically, he should be better than he is. And that was his main strength. Um, I just think he's got concentra concentration issues mm. as a defender. Like, he's, he was always good going forward. And even that this season, when defensively, he was never the best. But going forward, at least, he was a threat. And even that went this season. So, three for me. Okay, same with you. I think we've done all defenders, right? That, that 10 games. We didn't miss anybody. Okay. okay. Going to midfield, I'm going to bunch a couple of central guys together. Man like Gwenduzi, for sure. That's the that's best we have to go to. Gwenduzi, Shaka, Torreira. So, let's do the three together. So, Gwenduzi, I will give a six. We'll come on to the attitude and other issues towards the end of the season. But, um, Gwenduzi, I'll give a six. Um, Shaka, I'll give uh, a seven. Um, the the one I'll probably be the harshest on is probably Torreira and I think again he's a victim of the managers and the way they were trying to use him earlier in the season so I think he lost his identity um, so I'll give Torreira um, maybe a 5 um, and then Ceballos uh, probably a 7 he was bordering on an 8 because I think towards the back end of the season he really found his position and his role in the team um, I think earlier in the season, they tried him as a 10. They tried him as a deepest midfielder. They tried him all over. Um, I think Arteta's found a way of, of making him work um, as that double pivot with Xhaka. Um, so, I think I'll give Sabayas a 7 too. Okay. Uh, Karim? Um, so, Sabayas, Xhaka, um, Gwenduzi. 
Shaka gets a seven because um, you know when he's not in the team, right? He makes one-off mistakes, but when he's not in the team, you know he's not playing, right? Um, I think he got criticized a lot by Arsenal fans. Then at some point, the manager took him off. Then we lost a run of games when he wasn't playing, right? So to me, it showed that it was more of the consistent uh, CMs that we have. Um, Torreira gets a five. I just really never had a chance to season. I think, um, like like Henry said, he was like um, Stephen said, he was more of a victim of, of tactics. So, um, so I, I give him a five for that. Um, Ceballos, I give a six. I think he's. I'm not even sure he understands what kind of player he is. I think he's still trying to find his own identity. Right? Um, he seems confused a lot of times when he's with the ball. So I don't want to go go too much into that. But I think I, I give him a six just because. He carried us towards uh, the towards tail end of the season. I think he got better. Um, who's the last person I'm missing? Guendouzi. Uh, Guendouzi. I'll give you five. Um, just because I, I think he's, uh, he's got attitude problems, right? I think he's a real talent, but he's got attitude problems. So i give you five for that. Okay. Okay. I think we called it three. EJ. So I'll start with. Um, Ceballos. Ceballos, I thought the season would be like, after the first game, which I know I shouldn't make snap judgments after one game. <laughs> Everybody got excited. I remember <laughs> against yeah, Burnley. Oh, we call it again. Zidane. Okay, Different I names. I'm like, wow. I don't know anyone said that. But, um, but yeah, I was excited. Tony Cruz. I was hearing different names. We call him Tony Cruz. Spanish Tony Cruz. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. He was, um, I think towards, again, like everyone said, towards the end of the season with Arteta, and I think even in the beginning with Arteta, he had some little, you know, there were some squabbles between them that maybe he didn't feel like he was going to be used, and eventually he got used, so I think we got to see some of his um, better attributes, so he does get a seven for me. Um, Shaka, that's, Shaka is like the epitome, the reason why we can see our, our season in like two halves, and maybe in thirds, because the first half with Emery, where we're all calling for his head, Emery's head, that is. I think we're also calling for Shaka's head because, you know, most of us fans were, we didn't see Ozu, didn't know what's going on, and the team kept looking like they were sucking. So Shaka was that whole, the scapegoat, I say. Um, and I'll, I'll be first in line to say that I wanted Shaka gone. But then when I our remember, tenth, I was <laughs> going to call you out, I remember. I'm glad you called yourself out. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> when Arteta came, and you know, I, the, the trust I have in Arteta, like when he said that, yes, he said, Shaka, I want Shaka to stay. I said, you know what? Maybe they're, you know, I don't know football as much as our coach does. And I'm pretty sure he sees something. And Stephen, you may, you may remember, I have not understood Shaka since the beginning. I didn't know what his position was. I asked people, like, what does he play? They're like, he's a deep line playmaker. I was like, why do we need a deep line playmaker? I don't get it. But you, you see that, like Kareem said, you can see the sense of calm he brings to the team, especially in this kind of squad that we have now that, you know, Arteta is trying to build. That presence that he brings, I mean, if we can just, if we can plant him there and get someone beside him that's actually, I, I just still think we need a DM and we'll talk about that later, but someone beside that can move forward a little bit more, it's more creative, then I think we have, um, we'll have a stronger team. So he gets us eight for me, just on average. And that's high praise for me because I know what I would have given him before. Who's the other one? Gwen Doozy. Gwen Doozy. My friend and me. Okay. 
that guy, I liked him in the beginning because I like people with energy, but like people call, they say on Twitter, fashion. And maybe men. hair, maybe you like his hair. Yeah, I like hair, apparently. Okay. And I just wanted to put that in there. <laughs> but the one thing I would say about Wendy's is that his hair is a distraction. It's big and it makes him look like he's doing more than he's doing when he's not doing much. So I think he's more of a chaos merchant. That's what they call him on Twitter. Chaos merchant, fashion merchant. Very excited. I don't. I think he has quality, right? He can go forward, but I think he's also a defensive liability. I so regress too. I think he's regressed. Going to put that okay. regress from Emerson. Regress, right? He has regressed. Yeah, so that's and then his off the off the court, um, off the field antics that you know, I don't think we're really privy to. But the fact that Arteta has not used them again since that day, I think that says it all. So I give him a five on average. Actually, Ferreira. Four, four for Have me. you Torreira, we haven't really seen him. And again, like everyone Golo Kante. Like people were calling you there. <laughs> Arsenal fans, man. Get too excited. <laughs> so, Torreira gets, um, maybe he regressed, but maybe he just, one of those players that, you know, like everyone said, different positions every time. I think at one point they made him a 10. It was just ridiculous for him. I think he's just a pure DM, right? Isn't that what he is? So, um, and he's really small. So, I give him a five this season. That's fair for him. Harry. So the whole four of them, just go go at it. Danny Tobias, seven, but I think he's playing for a new contract or for whoever he's going to end up. Lucas <laughs> Torreira, four. He's just a team of not being played in the right position. Matthew Gondizi, if I could give him three, that would be too harsh, but I'll give him a four. He's not wow. serious. Well, nice, man. Just watch out for when when we do the United Ritz. Just watch out for the numbers I'm going to give some people. Just watch out. I'm going to go in. Well, go ahead. <laughs> Granit Xhaka, he, he, he's, he's um, changed my mind about him. I mean, me and EJ were calling for this guy to be asked. Like, especially, not even for what he was doing on, uh, what he was doing on the pitch back then. Because remember, he was, he was very, very error-prone, just like Luis. If you notice that, he's cleaned that up a li- like significantly now. He's cleaned yeah. that up well. Um, the other thing about him is, and I didn't even know this, apparently Mikel Arteta wanted him, he was recommending for Pep to actually get Zaka to Man City. Oh, I didn't know that. So I, I, didn't, I didn't know that too until recently. So he, he must have seen something there. So, I mean, whatever it is, I, I give him a seven. He turned himself off. Okay, so stay with you, Henry. Let's do your wingers now. Let's okay. do Saka. There's the Saka, Bukayo Saka, uh, Pepe. Martinelli is a forward, so I'm doing it. So let's do Bukayo Saka and Pepe. Let's do that. Uh, and Joe Willock, too, I think, right? And so, Joe Willock. Okay, yes. Okay. So Guys, Joe I don't know who is who. It's like Willock. Yeah, they, they What's the other one again? The other one that's like Luis Nelson. So let's do the four of them. In fact, let's do the four of them together. I believe you. They all look alike, even to me. And I <laughs> uh, Joe Willock, I'm going to give him a six. Um, but I think that six, I'm really, really being... Um, just because mm-hmm. when he comes into... Yeah, I'm being generous. Because when he comes to the game, you can see the passion. He needs to be more refined. Like, they need to sort of focus that energy and, you know, just let him understand what, what they need him to do in the game. It's the same thing for Rich Nelson. I also give him a six. Because this guy, these are the future of Arsenal. So... The more they start, you know, giving them or transferring those responsibilities up to them, um, the more they still be able to, I, I believe they'll be able to step up. Saka, he gets a seven. Because once again, remember, we have a two-in-one player. Saka has shown that he can, he can play either on the left or the right comfortably, and he can also play the left back comfortably. 
without us like flinching. Um, so that's why I give him a seven. I think it's the revelation of of this season. Who's the last person? Yeah, Pepe? Swagger. Just so Swagger, I'll give him. I'll give him eight. Yeah, Pepe, Pepe. is the last guy. Uh, Pepe yeah. gets the eight. Um, I still I still struggle with him. No, no, wait, I have wait. To go back. Wait, <laughs> I give him an eight for only one reason. Pepe is that what? I'm still looking for him more. Remember, this is his first season, right? Remember, this is his first season. Right, this is his first full season. Oh, I don't like this thing. This is what it is. When it was Paul Pogba, then everybody was going no. in. No, no, no. But saying, me... Nobody remember it was first season. Seventy million no, no. pounds. Mm. I, I, I'm not. I'm not let about that. He only gets eight for two reasons. One is his first season. If he plays what he did this season, next season, he's gonna get a five. But you could see towards the tail end of the season, even yesterday's game, probably his best game. I've never seen him play like he was tracking back. He was taking on players like he, he played Remember the goal he scored that was disallowed, which was yeah on the offside. But yeah. that goal can tell you that if this guy gets his swag, he's gonna light things up. But that's the only reason he gets he gets. Okay, it. so it's your, it's your player. I personally, if you guys, I want to hear in the comments. If anybody's watching, leave us your comments about Pepe's rating. Eight for me. That's gaslighting. In my opinion, I saw Pepe throughout the season. Mm. You guys are trying to cover the Pepe doesn't get an eight for me. EJ, so the four of them, Pepe, Reese Nelson, just go ahead. Okay, so I'll start with the two younger guys, um, Reese Nelson and Willock. I think I would give them fives. I think they had average seasons um, when they were called upon. Willock, in, in particular, for me, I think he's supposed to be probably ahead. Well, Reese Nelson had that season in Germany, and you know, it was kind of rated um, highly. But um, uh, Willock, in particular, he has a good build and, you know, he's, he has a presence that he can develop and become something, um, something for our midfield. Um, I just think he's still, I feel like he needs to find his legs. I feel like he's, he, he acts like his legs, he doesn't know where the ball is. He's too, like his legs are too long for his body. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, once he gets that under control, and it reminds me of Welbeck that way, his first touch is just not that great. Um, but, yeah, once he gets that under control, he'll become, he'll, I'll give him a higher rating. Um, Saka, that guy is, um, I think he should have been player, young player of the year, but I know that's biased. But, um, <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, let's not go there, please. Young player for Arsenal of the year, okay? Okay, okay, um, yeah, okay, for Arsenal, yes. So, Arsenal yes, um, versatility is important. And then just, like, no fear in face of the goal, I think, with him. Just very skillful. Um, happy he signed for us. So he gets an eight for me. And who was the last one? Okay. Pepe. Pepe, Pepe, Pepe. He gets a seven. I don't think I can give him an eight. Um, I could definitely see his skill early on. Um, and I just think he had to find his feet on English uh, English ground. So next year, he's going to kill all of you. All you hate us. Okay. Well, wait a Karim. <laughs> well, um, for me, Pepe gets a, uh, he gets a six, actually. Um, I, I thought it was a little inconsistent. That's my guy. You know, um, <laughs> For for his uh, his resume, I I think he underperformed heavily. Um, but you know, like uh, EJ said, when he gets his feet, I think he's gonna be a real threat. Um, I don't I don't like to make excuses for players uh, coming from a different league. When they pass you the ball, the ball control is the ball control. <laughs> that that's what it is. I mean, you, get, you can't have an excuse for having a, a bad touch when you just shoot up in the league. That's ridiculous. Right, um, Joe Willock. I don't know, I just don't think that guy is Arsenal quality. Um, he gets a three for me. Oh, I'm sorry, 
don't think it's Arsenal quality. That's interesting. Um, Eight to six. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Rhys Nelson. Nelson gets a five. I think he's got he's got something in the tank. Um, and uh, who was the last, last person? Soccer. Yeah. Soccer gets a seven. Um, for his age, I mean, you look at someone like Joe Willock. He's been he's been in the Arsenal setup for probably about a couple of years now, in and out, right? Then you look at someone like Saka, right? Who shows up and is pretty much outplayed Rhys Nelson, right? So. I can't justify him being to me, I think soccer is about experience, right? When you when you are on that first team, right, you pick up something every season, right? Something's got to improve. He's just I just don't I don't see it with with Chris Nelson. I don't think it's Arsenal cause. I think I think he plays for Aston Villa. You know, that's that's where I see him playing in the next five years. Okay. Our future. Uh no, sorry. I, I mean uh is that uh, Chris Nelson? Um the other is that Joe Willock. Joe Willock. Okay. Three. That's interesting. Let us know in the comments, guys, if you're watching this. Three for Jolie Work. Wow. Okay. Steven Bramble, let's go. Yeah, I mean, this is the problem with Arsenal fans as well, with young players. <laughs> like, we go over the top when they first come and they're the best thing. They're the next Messi. They're the next Van Persie. They're the next whatever. And then they have a couple of bad games in a team that's 10th in the league, fighting fires. And people forget that these are 17, 18-year-old players that have no experience. So okay, you guys finish eight. I, Give yourself a credit, Steven. Eight, not ten. You guys finish eight. Two plays yeah, no, no, so, it's slightly better. It sounds better to the year. You have to go into context, right? So someone like a Willock, for example. I use Willock first. I give him a rating of I would say five, six. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing for Willock, Willock is an eight, and you can't trust him with the responsibility of playing as an eight next to Jaka or Sabios because our team isn't stable enough for him to play there. So we throw him on for experience, play him as a, a 10, we play him on the wing, we put him in as a false nine, and people are expecting him to go in and, and throw, pull up trees. Like, people forget. Like, he's, he's an eight. So when you have no back three and you're playing with three players in the midfield and you have a DM and he can run with the ball from deep and he can play to his strengths, you have a player, but you have to get him to that, that place. So for me, I gave him a five, six based on that. Um, Nelson, I think, is a similar thing. I think he should have gone out on loan again this season, but just circumstances didn't allow us to, to let him go on loan. Um, but again, I think a five for him. Um, but you can see that with Arteta, he's given these players the confidence and the time. Um, if we get our transfer situation sorted in the summer, maybe he does go on loan to a team in mid-table that he can actually play every week and then we see what, what we have or not. Um, Saka, I give an eight, and the reason I give an eight, like for his age, some players just develop differently and have physically more maturity earlier. And I think for him, his composure is what makes him stand out. And again, look at his goal assists and his contributions to the team. The, The older players trust him, they have faith in him to give him the ball in difficult situations because again, his maturity sets him apart. Um, and then Pepe, I give Pepe a seven. And people can go on again, first season, money. He's played 40 games. He's contributed to 20 goals in the league in a bad team, <laughs> right? So In the and, league, and we, 20 goals in the league? In, in, for a whole season. Okay, over competition. Okay. And okay. he's contributed to almost 20 goals. He's either 18 or 20 goals in goals and assists. Mm. And again, That's it's so in bad. a bad That's team, bad. right? Bad. So... Second season, we've had the flashes. We've seen the free kicks in the, in the Europa League. 
You saw the half, the goal that he's smashing against Chelsea that didn't count. There's, there's just flashes from him. The, again, the question is, is he going to turn those flashes into consistent performances? That's when you start to really say, okay, is he worth the money or not? But if he does, then he's worth the money. Like, But again, the players don't determine what they get paid for. And the mm. Premier League is not the French League. Like He got a lot more time on the ball in the French League. So when people are talking about that first touch... The French League, almost every goal he got, he was getting the ball to his feet on the halfway line, beating five or six players and scoring. That's not happening for him in the Premier League. He's got to come short. He's got to run in behind. He's got to do all these different things that he's not used to doing it. So he's learning. He's a young player as well. So I give him a seven um, just for the body of work. Would you expect for that money more? Yes. But over the course of the season, considering how bad we were, I give him a seven. So now I'm going to do this now just to save time. I'm going to bunch the rest of the people left together. I think there's not a laugh left. We're going to do, and I'm going to stay with you. You're going to Ozil. I don't think we should spend too much time, you know, saying why. Ozil, Lacazette, Obama Yang, Martinelli, Edin Ikita. Am I correct? That's the last one's left, right? Yes. I think so. Okay. So let's go with Ozil. I'll give, if I give Ozil a zero, I'll give him a zero, but I'll give him a one. <laughs> and again, wow. it's just his time's up. His time's up. He shouldn't get. He shouldn't get the club. So, okay. one. Um, Aubameyang, I give a nine. Uh, Lacazette, I would give um, a seven. He had a quite up and down season, but again, in the bigger games, he kind of he did show up. Um, in terms of what he did for the team, Lacazette um, seven. Yeah, I give him a seven. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And <laughs> I give a six. Again, he's just another young player that's making his way. Martinelli, um, I give Martinelli uh, an eight. I think earlier in the season, you saw potential there in terms of, and again, adaptability cause, and maturity, playing on the left, playing on through the middle, taking advantage of when um, Aubameyang was out and stepping up and actually carrying Star the boy. Um, And then who else did we have? I think that was all, right? That's yeah, it. That's it. Kareem. Um, Alba gets a nine. Um, I mean, you can't argue against that. Um, Lacazette gets a six. Um, a little disappointed in um, in kind of seasons it's had. So, um, for who, who's who's next again? I think uh, Martinelli gets a he gets a seven. I was quite impressed with him uh, in the earlier part of the season before right before he got hurt. Eddie Ketia. In Ketia. He's another player I, I just don't think he's Arsenal quality. Uh, young or not, I've seen so I've seen younger players of his age um, at top clubs who play a lot better. I mean, you should go. You should go, I don't know how much you follow the uh, the younger the the under twenty three. You should go see the young kid Balogun. That's probably why he wants to leave. That guy to me is way better than Ketia. He should be playing. He should be actually playing ahead of Ketia. Incredibly composed player, but anyway. And Ketia, I, don't, I just think he's, he's to me, him and Willock are all they are both on the same boat for me. I don't think he has no quality, young or not. But uh, Ozil, the fortnight match, Ozil, Ozil, Ozil just, just get out of our club. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've been an ardent supporter of Ozil for a long time now. I think he's just absolutely just sucks, definitely. I mean, you cannot have three coaches who think his attitude sucks, right? So he's just a pro, so he just needs to go. Can I give you a minus five? I don't even want to rate him. He hasn't done anything for him, for him to get a rating. So. EJ has also played up to ten games. 
I don't know if it's fair to rate he's him. Played eight, he's played 18 games this season. 18 oh, played games, yeah. Oh, I, I know I checked it. I it looked seem, at it yesterday. Yeah. It That's like how the body is. If you can't even remember what he played, then... Yeah, it's not, he didn't have a memorable season, obviously, and then we've not used him at all this year um, since the restart. So, Ozel, I like Ozel a lot. Everybody knows this. He's not my favorite player, favorite Arsenal player, but um, I may have some sentimental... You send a letter of apology to... <laughs> About I, I remember I how you're happy with this. Let me say this. If also <laughs> had, had to be the reason we got Unai out of our club, then I, I he love it. He, he gets a six for me because guess what? <laughs> he out somehow, and somehow we elevated also to be the reason why he wasn't playing. Unai was, um, you know, trying to keep him out of the team, freeze him out. Um, it's clear now that there's something wrong because I know Arteta wouldn't do that to Ozil if there was not a legitimate reason. That's just the answer to that question. So his true, um, even based on the, his actual performances, like I said, nothing memorable. So I'll probably give him a four. Like he didn't create, like we expect him to. He was pretty pedestrian in most of those games. Um, he had flashes, obviously, but for the most part, not Ozil of 2014, 2015, 2016, or 2017. Um, so who's next? Oba, Oba gets a nine and a half. I know no one wants you don't like the half numbers, but also um, Oba was the reason we even finished eighth. We won a cup, any of that. He's the reason we did all that. Um, Laka, Lacazette, I know we tried to use Eddie to bring him out of his shell. Um, I think it worked a little bit towards the end, but he was so hot and cold that he has to get a six for me. I'm not really, wasn't really a big big fan of him this year. I feel like he missed a lot of chances that he could have got. I think he just gets stage fright sometimes. Um, Eddie Nketia is my boy. Kareem, I don't like what you said about him. He was beginning of early must stay at Arsenal and I think Arteta agrees with me because comparing him to Robin, Robin Van Greenwood, EJ, stop it. No, I, I think they were comparing Martinelli to... I remember you talking about No, EJ. I don't think I did. I don't remember this. Um, uh, Okay. <laughs> I really don't. Receipts, receipts are coming out later. Go ahead. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but Eddie Katia, you know, he, like I said, he was supposed to go on loan. Well, guess what? They recalled that loan immediately. They said no. Arteta saw him in training one day and kept him, held him back. So is he a starter? I think that's the question you need to debate. But I do like the fact that he was given opportunity. He scored some goals. I mean, without that, you don't get Laka back because guess like if Eddie kept scoring, like I said, doesn't come back to the team. Like you go. It, was freezing, keeping that guy out. So I think, yeah, we just need to make sure he continues to develop. So have I scored him yet? Give him a seven. I think he did enough. I like wow. his good. EJ, EJ, right before you go, you need to watch, you need to watch Balogun real quickly when you have a chance. I, okay, and that's fair. I've not seen this Balogun kid. I've heard about him. I've heard that he wants to leave, and I've heard that we should keep him on somehow. But for what, whatever reason, he's never made the first team. So what's the deal there? And maybe well, one of you can tell me why. Well, um, sometimes. Oh, luck. That's a lock. Yeah, luck okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, right. Who's the last one? Martinelli. Martinelli is such a good young kid. Um, and then you saw like Arteta wasn't using him. So we did see him for some time before even he got injured in training. So we hadn't seen him in a while. But I think for what we saw with him, that's an that's an eight for me. Um, I don't want to be wow. exaggerate, but I think he was if he had stayed, continued to do what he was doing. I think that's an eight for me. Okay. Henry. So go at it, the four, the many four people. Oh, one second. Yeah. So um, just um, let me pick. Let me open my paper here. Okay. Um, Mesut Ozil two, 
Um, I love him. He's a great player. But something got to give. He, he um, the, the issue I had with him is when apparently they told everybody to drop their salaries because of the whole financial, um, you know, pandemic, and everybody took a pay cut. Apparently, except for him, um, I thought that was just like stupid of him. Um, so, I mean, financially, he might think he's doing the right thing, but that says a lot about, you know, who he is as an individual. So for me, he gets it too. You know, as a player individually, I still think he's a brilliant player. He's exceptional, but that hasn't come across on the pitch every time he had the opportunity to show. Uh, Lacazette, I give him a five. Um, I think even Lacazette himself will not give himself like a six or a seven this season. I think he knows he's be, he's, um, he's, be, he's not been you know he's not showed his best form this season. Um, he's one of those players that I think his form dipped, um, but. Oddly enough, I think he, he's that type of player that if he doesn't play, his confidence doesn't improve. So we just have to find ways to play. Um, who else? Eddie. Eddie, I give him a six. I wouldn't say Eddie is... He, he has the potential to contribute to Arsenal, but he just needs opportunities, right? So hopefully next season, you know, he can feature well in the Carlin Cup or FA Cup or Ateta comes up with a season where he can... Use, use him well. Martinelli, I'll give Martinelli a seven. He's one for the future. He's um, out of all of them, all the whole bunch um, between him, with Nelson, Joe Willow. He's the one. I'm, I'm happy we already tied him to a long term contract, but he's one for the future. Also, um, I take my ratings for paper back. I'm taking it to a seven, not a eight. So let that be on record. <laughs> okay, then, since, so this is what we're going to do for the rest. We've done all the, for everybody now. Let's do Ateta. Una Emery, because yes, he was your manager at some point, so you have to rate him. Uh, Una Emery and your board, right? Rahul, John Rahul, rate them for the season. Over 10. Okay. So the board, the board, I mean, I'm very harsh on the board because I feel like the board, they kind of run Arsenal like a Ponzi scheme, right? Um, and then the way Arsenal plays too, we kind of fit into that model. The reason why I say that is, if you notice, Arsenal have this weird thing that they close the season on a high. Right, and I feel like they do that so much for the new, next season, for the season, um, um, for the season holders, able to be hyped and like buy more tickets and everything. And then beginning of the season, we're like, wait, what happened? It's like day and night, like something, just, like a TikTok video, you know. Um, but yeah, so that board gets a, a, a four for me. I mean, you can see that hopefully with what Ateta has done this season, they can move in the right direction. Ateta, I'll give him a seven. He was in a very, very difficult position. I, I what I feel like if I wasn't expecting what he had what he has been able to accomplish so far. Before before Teta came into Arsenal, we didn't have a pattern of course. Like you couldn't say Arsenal is going to do this, this and this. This is how we will set up. This is who we expect to play. This is what you expect from the player. You couldn't say that. But Ateta has brought this well this new discipline, everybody's more accountable. And you can tell for some of these players, example Bellerin. Bellerin knows now that if he does any funny showings or if he doesn't show up for a game, he knows there's Cedric. He knows there's Mason Lyons. So he's sort of like improved the ability that other players can step in if he's but, but social media will say, I said that to you guys on 8 to 8. Not me. I see that's social media. Fine. That's fine. To go at 8, I, I, this is not me. Don't quote don't, me. I, From 8 to 8. How, I mean, that's fine. is that eight, progress? Eight, eight is good. Considering 8, it could have, we could have easily been at 16. You understand what I mean? So I still give him that. Who else was the last person? I just messaged you. Go ahead. Uh, do I, Una Emery. 
Uno, uh, I'll give him a three. I don't even need to talk about it. Three. <laughs> All right, EJ. <laughs> I want to start with Unai, that coach that tried to take us from eight to 16th or whatever position he was going to leave us in if we didn't switch him out. Look, that guy was not... And maybe like Henry said, I shouldn't say too much, but he was... Um, I called for his head early. I called for it in probably February of 2019. That's the earliest I remember saying that he should leave the club. And the closet, um, I, not openly though. You came out later. I, I, I said it in a lot of group chats and I have pictures to prove that I did. I knew it wouldn't be the I I knew he wouldn't be the one for the future, but I didn't know whether or not we should stick with him. I think that was that, mm. that's and then after the whole Baku thing, I knew that yeah, and the whole way we closed out that season, that was fireable offenses that he committed there. His last six or seven games. Okay. No reason for us to have been going back to Europe after that should have been top four easily with those teams that we had to play. Anyway, um, yeah, and we got him out, which was good. And then, yeah, so that's a, that's a two for me, for him. For someone like that, a coach that knew how to take teams to Europa and win them, I don't know. Like, he was not – he was on track to finish 16 if we had let him stay. So, he was – he gets a two for me. Arteta, I don't want to go over the top with him. I think seven is fair just for what – um, what the expectations were. I think they were in the gutter and then he was able to, I think he did surpass them. And I think um, the team, just the buy-in from the club, or not the club, I don't know yet, but the players especially, I think that's, um, that's evident and they're trying their best. I don't think, I think they're trying their best to do what he wants and they may not be able to do it. So um, maybe he needs better players in some positions and we'll talk about that. But yeah, he gets a seven for me. Um, I think that's this is a good first half of the season for him, especially finishing with a trophy, which no other new coach was able to pull off. Um, yes. <laughs> who's who's there? Who else is? Oh, there? okay. So no other new the coach. Board. Go ahead. No, no. The board. The, the board. Yeah. No, he said no other. So no, no other. No, new go coach. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. New coach. I didn't pick that up. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, the board is. Um, I don't trust this board, and I think we we'd be right not to trust them. We, we never have been able to trust them. So they get a four until they prove themselves different. Um, this season alone, even some of the, the, the things that decision they made, I think honestly that Jumberg decision, I think as I read, I'm pretty sure they Ooh. were, they were you hoping. Were that, I forgot about him. No, it doesn't count. He was yeah, there for like four games. Just four games, yeah. <laughs> well, I've been good for Banta. Hell, I didn't think of Jumberg. I messed up. I should have thrown in Jumberg. <laughs> I should have let him stay. But yeah, I think they were on track to, like, I think they picked him because they thought that he would, if he did a good enough job, he could stay. So I don't think they even had Arteta in the cards, you know, when they fired Unai. So I don't think they had a plan for Unai. They just had, they just knew he had to go and didn't know what to do. And they brought a band-aid and then Arteta was like afterthought. So I don't think they were planning things out properly. So like I said, I don't know if we can trust them. And because they've never been trustworthy, they get a forum. So like I said, they can prove them. Kareem, okay. Yeah, you're on mute. Okay. Um, Emery gets a two. Um, I, just because, just for one main reason, the loss to Chelsea in the Europa Cup final, I thought it was just a tactical debacle. Um, so, yeah, for that, just for that game alone, discounts everything he's done. Like, he just negates everything else he had done prior to that time. Um, 20 unbeaten. I remember those unbeaten runs. That's not where fans of, celebrated of, social media. Of, 20 I mean, unbeaten runs. For some reason, I was, never, I was never excited about that guy. I just think he tinkers with the, he tinkers with his tactics a little too much for me. 
I mean, he, that guy makes like what twenty different changes within space of ten minutes. I mean, so yeah, I just I wasn't exactly a fan of his. Really, I I didn't want to be in the the, uh, the party pooper. So I just kind of okay. Well, let's just let's give him a chance. Um, um, Freddie Lumberg, I think I was quite impressed with him. I, I think if anything else, we have to credit Freddie Lumberg for promoting soccer. Uh, Martinelli and uh, and uh, what I think it gave those two guys a chance, right? So if not those two guys, there'll be no soccer, and they'll they'll probably still be playing in uh, under twenty threes, right? So he uh, so he gets a lot of credit for for me for for that. Um, That's the board, the board is just the board, right? I mean the Cronkies, they don't exactly like spending money. I mean when it comes to Arsenal, they don't like spending money, so. If I'm written the board, I'm written the board like I'm written the referees, right? They only get like two, <laughs> even one. So, I mean, if, if I had a Man City board, they get a 10 every time. Right? <laughs> Fortunately, we don't have a Man City board. The Arsenal board, they get a 10. They get it, they get it like two every time. So, ho- hopefully things change going forward. But I don't, I don't expect that to happen. Maybe we might, we might get the new owner. Um, you know what? I, I take that back. Maybe I'll give him a three. I give him a three because they, se- they spent seventy million pounds on paper. Nobody expected that purchase whatsoever. So if you go back and uh, and think about what he did with paper, if anybody told you Arsenal was going to make a seventy million pound purchase, you'd argue. I mean, you you place a five hundred dollar bet that that was never going to happen. So just for that purchase, I give him, I give him um, I go from a two to a three. So. Okay. Um, yeah, where was it? Arteta. Arteta. Oh, Arteta uh, is still out to me. The jury is still out. You know, I mean, it's six months. He's done pretty well. He's won us the trophy. He's won us the trophy already. I give him a, uh, I give him a six, and I'm, I'm right. sure I'm quite harsh on him. Um, the reason mainly being that Arteta has made some substitution in some games that cost us the games. So. I mean, he's made some that won us games as well, but I think the games in which he made substitutions, I think he really didn't need to touch the team. Right? Even, even me, who I'm not a coach, who is not a coach, right? Um, I could see some of the substitutions he made was just wrong, right? So he's made some tactical errors, um, and I hope he learns from that going forward. But um, I'll give him a six. Uh, he's won a trophy. People can argue that. You know, he was going to get a five because he started at eight. We finished at eight. You know, I, I don't care about structure, whatever it is. It's our position for me, right? So he started at eight, finished at eight. He won, he won a trophy, so he gets one extra point. So, if, I mean, that, that's, he gets a six point. Okay, okay, interesting. Steven. Yeah, uh, so Emery, I give a two. Um, again, it was just a discipline thing for me. Like, he was never in control of the team and the dressing room. The players were kind of doing whatever they wanted. Um, and again, I'm not one for kind of like going at coaches and disrespecting coaches. Like, the guy, had a good CV at Sevilla, was managing at PSG. So he's not a bum by any means, but I just don't think he was in control of the dressing room at any point. Um, In terms of the board, this is another one where EJ will tell you, like, I'm on the opposite. Like, the Arsenal board is the same as the Liverpool board. They spend the money that we make and they hire people that should be doing their jobs. And I don't think that people actually realise, again, the, the challenge that they had of... Making a decision to get rid of Wenger had to be done and should have been done earlier. But there was sentiment involved in that, maybe for too long. Um, so I give them, I discredit them for that because I think they needed to make that decision. It was either, hey, retire or 
leave by mutual consent or what that needed to happen earlier and they didn't. It was sentiment. Um, and then the last thing I would say is about changing the structure. So bringing in San Leahy, bringing in Edu, doing all of those things behind the scenes. Um, because again, everybody's high-fiving about Martinelli. That's this, the team that went and got Martinelli for six million. That's the team that negotiated um, the Pepe deal. We don't know what we have in Saliba, <laughs> right? And the only way we got him was by letting him go out and loan for a year. But again, if that works out and you get an 18-year-old potential world-class defender for 28, 27 million. So I think there's change. I don't give them complete off the hook. So I give them maybe a six or a, seven, a six. Um, but I think that there's things with the board that people need to, to bear in mind. Like our board is exactly the same as Liverpool's board. Liverpool don't spend what they don't make. And they put people in place and they made a lot of good decisions. And over time, those good decisions resulted in selling Coutinho for a lot of money, um, selling Suarez for a lot of money, making profit, and then turning that into Alisson and Van Dijk and all these things that people are high-fiving, right? So, and they made decisions. I remember Arsenal fans laughing at them when they signed Mane for 30 million. And again, that's a recruitment team making decisions and going and getting a player that the manager wanted. So there's going to be some things like that that Arsenal do. Because even the Pablo Mari signing, I don't see what Arteta sees or what they see, but that's the player they wanted. <laughs> so we might not agree, but sometimes I think we just got to um, let things play out and then judge when the performances are, are there to be seen. And I think for a lot of what they did last summer, we haven't seen it, seen it yet. Okay. Um, and then Arteta, I give him a seven. And I think um, the reason I give him a seven, I think he's a coach more than necessarily a manager. And I think a lot of the criticism of him is, okay, substitutions, tactics, which is things that a manager gets with experience. Um, I think right now, the reason that makes him the right man for us is we have a young team. We've got players that need to be ridden hard, that need to be coached. And he is a coach. Like, you can see that he's spending time with these guys, making them better, right? So you're talking about Jaka, you're talking about Ceballos, you're talking, these guys are be getting better because he's spending the time to coach them, which is why I have confidence as well to give some of the younger players a little bit more time. Um, I don't want them starting for me. I don't want to see Willock starting games. I don't want to see Nelson starting games. But again, people forget the likes of a Ray Parler or whoever was around the Arsenal squad for years, was never a great player, but over time developed and contributed. He was never a starter. And I think we've got a few players, young players like that, that could develop that way if we just continue to take time and coach them. We don't want them starting games every week, but being in around the squad and participating and learning from good quality players is what we want. Okay, that's a, that's a good point. I'll, I'll wrap up the session real quickly, then we'll go to, and I'll stay with you, Steven. Uh, my quick thoughts about Tata and EJ Karim, the ones who know me very well, know I'm very biased to like um, coaches that understand tactics. I, I think he's a good coach. I, I mean, I think I called him from early on about him being a good coach. Um, I, the way he breaks down the game, he says a couple of things. When I just watch his press conferences and, you know, on the same things like, you know, football is about finding where the space is and the implementation of it. Because you can see all these things. I mean, AVB was a perfect example. AVB back in the days, you see all this. But you could not implement it. Players could understand his tactics. And that's why AVB failed at sports and Chelsea. Maybe not failed, underperformed. So, I think Arteta is a brilliant coach. If he gets the right players, I, I think he could do very well for you guys if he gets backed. And those are my thoughts about Arteta. So let's go into staying with you, Steven. 
positions real quick. So this, this one I'm going to, I think we need to wrap up in like 10, five, 10 minutes. So positions that you need, that you think you guys need to fill and realistic targets. So just, just read it off quickly. I think we need a centre back and probably two central midfielders. Okay, reality targets for those. If you, if, um, if you guys had the money, this we we don't have the money, so let's. Start. Okay, so take it. So so reality targets then so, with with your with your budget that you guys have. At the centre back position, I actually don't know because I think we need to go and find a um, uh, a decent young player that we can bring in. So the guy from. Um, France, the Megalite, the Megales, the, Bra the Brazilian guy. Um, there's a couple of guys that we've been linked with. I think Saliba is. They're gonna. They're depending on having Saliba next season and Mari next season already. Um, yeah. And like you said, we've got like eight centre backs. We got to get rid of four or five of them. Um, so I think what will happen is unless we can get rid of four or five, Arteta is gonna bank on Saliba maybe getting another player if he can get rid of some. Um, so I think a young, maybe 23, 24-year-old centre-back, someone else that can be next to Saliba while we kind of transition Luis out. Um, in midfield, I think we need another box-to-box -box midfielder so that um, we can kind of, again, it depends if we keep Ceballos or not, but we need another box-to-box -box midfielder. I think uh, Party would be perfect if we can, by some miracle, um, pull that one off. Um, and I definitely think we need a number, um, like a number four. We need a proper holding midfielder. I think Torreira is a good player, but like, again, he's another one of those chaos, like breaking up tackles. He's not good enough on the ball in that position to play the system that Arteta wants. Um, so I think we need a, a mobile ball play and um, defensive midfielder. Um, okay. I'm not sure who that could be, but I think those are the positions we need. Okay. Karim, real quick. Positions and targets. So to me, for, for defense, I don't know. Any def I don't know any any decent defenders out there apart from the guy from Napoli and maybe a couple other ones there. And Arsenal cannot afford any of those guys. Um, okay. Everybody needs a defender. Manchester United wants a defender. Chelsea wants a defender. Um, Man City wants a defender, right? So you look at all those guys, then you you think about what they can afford, what what Arsenal can afford. So you think what kind of players are we going to get, right? I um, think. Sorry, Twitter. I think the thing that I would just say with that is. Us, it's not about who we can afford in the names. It's about who fits the system, especially with Arteta and the way that he's going about coaching the team, right? So, like, Mari is a left-footed centre-back, ball-playing centre-back. That's why they went for him, but he doesn't have pace. Saliba has pace. We need another pacey centre-back to the point you made earlier that can play. Where they find that, I have no idea. Same as you. I don't even think we need to look at Kudibali and people like that. Yeah. Just... Use the scouting, find someone that can play that's got a bit of pace behind there with Saliba. Yeah, I, and I totally agree with you. To, to me, defending is defending, right? You know, it's defending, right? Some things are just defending. Like they, don't, they don't have to teach you to defend. If, you, if you're a football player, right, a defender, you, <laughs> your job is to win the ball. You don't have to do anything different, right? There's nothing extraordinary you're doing. Just be aware and defend, right? Um, so yeah, if you if you think who, who we can get, if anything else, I'll look in the Premiership. If I was if I was the team, I'll look for a player in the Premiership who knows the league, who understands the rigorosity of the league. So so it doesn't take one year to try to figure it figure it out, yeah. right? Ben Goffrey, right? Like Ben Goffrey guy in Norwich, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's a guy from uh, there's a guy from Stephen uh, Dong, the, the guy from uh, from Brighton. What's his name? Um, Oh, Steven, I'll, I'll, I'll put in something for that guy, right? It's, it's a stopgap, not exactly, you know, pacey, but stopgap, he's a leader, 
he doesn't make many mistakes, right? So I'll take him, right, and, and win off and probably pair him with, with Saliba or, or Holden or Mari, whoever, whoever that guy is, right? Um, we, I just don't see us getting any top centre-backs out. There's not, there's not too many of them out there, right? And they're going to cost a lot of money. So realistically, if I get a dunk, I'll be happy. Um, okay. For defensive midfield, Party is the ideal candidate. I think as soon as Atletico agrees to, to a $45 million pound, $45 million pound um, price tag, I bet you you're gonna see five other bigger teams coming with 70 million pounds trying to pass us out of that out of that transfer, right? So, um, I'm not I'm not think I, I'm not sure we're gonna get him. If we can get Ducori from uh, from Watford, I think he's a good stop gap. He's a good box to box midfielder. Um, there's there's another guy who's realistic uh, who's also a realistic target from uh, from Porto Pereira. I don't know if you've seen him play. He's a pretty decent defensive midfielder. So. Um, I'll, I'll look out for him as well. So those those guys to me will be will be our realistic targets. Um, who else do we need? We need a number ten. We need a proper number ten. And if I was, for me, I think we should try to get Awa from um, from Leon, right? Um, I think he's a really quality midfielder. His work rate is quite high. He's a really good player. Um, I'll, I'll take Awa from Leon if we can get him. Um, to me, I think those are the those are the players we need. Those are areas where I think we need players. Three, three players would uh, I think would will at least get us into the top four. If we can get three players in the right positions, they get us in top four. Okay, EJ, real quick. Okay, you guys know more about these external players than I do. I do think we need an also also replacement. Uh, um, I don't think we have one in our team, and I think we need. Um, a DM, which I don't think we have a good one, and two central box, which I, I'm definitely sure that Pablo is going to be a new signing. Saliba's our new signing, so I don't think we can expect anything else from that board. But um, as far as who I think can fit in those positions, I don't know. I've heard I've heard Partey all the time, and you know I've seen him a few times. I think he's good after Partey. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, I, I think I think you know if, if it can work, we can get him. I don't know about getting any of these Premier League guys. Um, I think their prices are usually overinflated, so I just think we'll probably shy away from them. Um, even the relegated folks, you know, folks that just went down, would we be able to afford them? I don't know, but yes, four positions or two center backs, or center backs, one DM and one number ten. Henry, wrap us up before I wrap everything up. So yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing. I would sort of like agree with what everybody has said. We need at least one more def um, defender, center back. Um, I also think we need one defensive midfielder and also an attacking midfielder, mainly just to play that number ten role, um, because we haven't been able to sort of like plug that gap um, for someone to replace Ozil. You always see in some games where you just need that one person to do you know to take you to the next line like you see this forwards making this run there's that there's that like that last pack you know to connect that run is missing so i think if we can feel those three spots we should be okay i don't know the players but yeah if we can feel those three spots we should be okay mm, i saw some comments from steven you know in the in the comments yeah those are good options in in fifa fifa football manager you know, thinking about it that way. <laughs> what is that good option? Actually, the Sobolo guy is actually pretty good, actually. I'll, I'll take exactly. it as well. Number 10. But, and these are guys that you can get at right. practice with this, the current situation, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he's available. 
for 18, 20 million. Okay. And party is a nice name, but for, for the money that they're asking, as soon as they get to 45 million and they're asking for that up front, Arsenal are done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll give them 15, 20 up front and maybe pay the rest. <laughs> Over five years. Yeah, because EBT loans, credit cards, you know, they still have payments. <laughs> I don't care how they pay for it, so long as they pay for it. Because people go, what, Liverpool aren't paying for Virgil van Dijk all up front. They didn't. Yeah, everybody's right? doing that. Yeah, even Manchester United are doing that too now. So uh, this was fun, guys. Uh, the Arsenal review. Thank you guys for coming. Henry, Kareem, Steven, with all the you know knowledge that you guys brought, and EJ. This was fun. I forgot to do admin, which is terrible, but I'll do it now. If you like our content, please, please, it was a like, uh, um, share, subscribe. Um, we are on Instagram at Fantasy Footy. You can find us if you like podcasts. Anyway, you see, get your podcast. It's the Footy Fantasy Podcast, one word. Um, the full video will be on YouTube at Footy Fantasy, two words. Um, I see the chat going off. Uh, it's you can find us on Twitter at Footy AD Fantasy. And um, we also have a Facebook page called Extra Round Footy Fans. Well, thank you guys for coming. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Um, it's probably Henry for taking time off work. All of you guys, have fun. Yeah.